Community Church. Do you remember how at the beginning of quarantine, we were advised to set a schedule and stick to it, get a new hobby to use our skills and talents for mental health if we weren't using them at our jobs anymore, and to uh, serve others, do, do, do things to bless others along the way. Well, I found that jumping on the sourdough bandwagon satisfied all those things for me. My daughter, Lauren, gave me a sourdough starter, and once or twice a week, ever since then, I've been cranking out the sourdough and giving it away to other people in my neighborhood. So I found sourdough to be a very detailed and time-consuming and um, challenging process, and it's got lots of steps to it. My favorite step, something I'm most impressed by, is how dough goes from um, a shaggy mass like this, just kind of gloppy, to something that is smooth and elastic, like this. This dough here will need more hours of rising, but eventually it'll be in really good condition for shaping and baking. This one, not. Not yet anyway. So what's the difference between these two doughs? It's not ingredients. They both have the same amount of flour, water, and salt. The difference is in this thing called stretching and folding over time. You take some dough, stretch it, and fold it over on itself. When I first made this dough, it was a shaggy mass just like this one. But I set it aside for 30 minutes and then brought it back to stretch and fold four times set it aside for 34, 30 more minutes and repeated the process. I did this four times over the span of two hours. Stretching and folding and time all work together to develop the gluten, strengthening its bonds and making it elastic, really flexible so that the little yeast gases are trapped but are able to flex as they, as they grow. A dough is like a million tiny little balloons of air. So this process to me is like what happens when the Holy Spirit enters the human heart. We come to Jesus, a rather shaggy mass in, in our souls, but over time with God and stretching and folding, our souls are developed and strengthened, made more flexible, transformed into something that's in good condition to be used by God. God deliberately stretches us through different life circumstances, trials, the Bible calls them, uh, difficulties that come our way because we're serving him, maybe, or um, chastisement straight from God's hand that is designed to chase us back to his loving heart, or maybe affliction that we have not brought on ourselves, but it's just there because we live in a sinful world. These kinds of stretching experiences improve our spiritual elasticity and strengthen our soul's bonds. The result is that we become more pliable in God's hands and we're able to adapt when he takes a hard left and beckons us to follow him. Our soul is able to expand, producing a beautiful, light, upright, more pleasant to be around life that is a blessing to others and that brings God's glory brings God glory. There is a man in my community group who told us a story recently about how he was driving home from work one night and God prompted him to take a different road home. And so he did. He took that hard left with God and came upon a man lying in the middle of the street. 
my friend grabbed another man and together they lifted him out and over to safety. But this would not have happened had not my friend's soul been so flexible and responsive to God's leading, to this quick, new, sudden direction from God. The man in the street benefited. Folding is another aspect. There's the stretch and then there's the fold. Folding makes me think of us submissively bending ourselves to God's will, like Jesus did in the garden the night he was arrested. Not my will, but thine be done, he said. I have a quote here from Timothy Keller that expresses much the same. The basic purpose of prayer is not to bend God's will to mine, but to mold or fold and bend my will to his. Rather than spend most of our time in prayer asking God to bend to our requests, we could be attentively listening to direction from God as he seeks to shape our will along the lines of his. This will properly, spiritually develop and strengthen us. If you want to learn more about how to talk to God in this way, register for one of our Pure Heart Weekends coming up. I'm really thankful that God loves me enough to allow me to be stretched and folded like this so that over time, gradually, my life can be transformed and that I can be developed spiritually in such a way so that my life can be a beautiful, light, upright life that helps other people and brings glory to God.